Welcome to the Joe Schmo Theology Podcast, where we discuss confessions. I ain't confessing nothing! Reformed theology. I don't know what either of those words mean. And apologetics. I am not apologizing for anything either. I am your host, Adam D. Murray, and joined with me today on this program is my brother, Aaron D. Murray. What's up, y'all? This is episode 15 of Joe Schmo Theology, the podcast where two dummies talk about smart things. I'm your host, Aaron Murray. And I'm your other host, better looking host, funnier host, Adam Douglas Murray. And we are the Joe Schmo Bros. Joe One of us is humble, the other is not. I'll thank, leave that up you to you. Thank you for saying that. I really, I really appreciate that. Thanks, man. Yeah, so we've got a bit of a location difference today. We are in the basement of my church because we could not record at my house because there are barking dogs. Many of them. Many, many. We'll talk about that later. But uh, what's up, man? I haven't seen you since Christmas. No. It was before that. It was before Christmas. It was a week or two before Christmas. Yeah. We don't need to talk about Christmas and New Year's. No, I don't care about Christmas. I'm just saying I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Well, I had a... I got a new office. Good. Another one? Which is sick. Well, we had somebody leave. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I took her office, and it's the biggest office in our building. Does it have windows this time? It has windows. All across one entire wall. And I got a new desk. It's dope. It's awesome. But... That's less important. Had a high school winter retreat this last weekend. You're welcome for clearing the lot so you could uh, get to that, by the way. <laughs> so, so you guys weren't even like close to finished when no, we, no, when we, we were started not. walking. <laughs> no, we were not. It was actually worse than if we would have just walked through it, probably. But it's funny because when I left working um, where Aaron does for that landscaping company, they gave me this... Um, Really cool bag, had my name on it, had the company logo and everything on it. It's just a duffel bag, and I use that for like every retreat. So I'm walking into the church, and your boss like rolls down the window and goes, Nice bag! <laughs> I was like, Thanks, man. But we had a really good time. Uh, went up to Spring Hill Camps in Michigan and had a really good time. But um, there was one night where it's like three in the morning, and I'm fast asleep, and I'm exhausted because I had had a late night before and an early morning and we had been up till I don't even know probably one and so I'm, I'm like deep in my REM cycle I'm just out of it <laughs> it's completely dark completely quiet in our cabin and all of a sudden I'm just like jolted awake and I'm like what is going on just this weird noise and so I like run across the cabin and I flip on a light and I like realize I'm on the wrong side of the cabin flipping on the wrong light so I run across the other side of the cabin I flip on a light and one of my students was standing on top of the top bunk in his bunk bed, staring right at me, like bending over, screaming at the top of his lungs, going, get out of my house! Get out of my house! He was just doing it over and over and over. It was literally the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. I'm like, what is happening? I didn't... I, I was, was he like sleep talking or what? Apparently he has night terrors. Oh no. <laughs> so he didn't tell anybody. Um, I think he did tell me like two years ago or something that that might happen, but it never did. And I just forgot about it. And so did you give him a big hug or what? What happened? He's just like, he's just bending over, like staring me right in the eyes, just screaming, get out of my house. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it was, it was horrifying. And I'm like, Sam, Sam. You alright, buddy? Like, hey. I won't say his name. Dude, okay? I won't say the last name. It's fine. It's a lot of Sam's. It's fair. It's like, you okay, okay, man? Like, he's like, get out of my house. (laughs) 
no. And then like he woke up and was like, I'm like, you okay, man? He's like, yeah. And I like laid down and I was like, what in the world? That poor kid. Like the entire cabin is like freaking out. And we all finally just like go back to sleep. And then like a couple hours later, I'm just like eased awake because I hear someone going, stop, stop, (laughs) stop. Stop! And it was just like escalating, and I'm like, Ugh! I'm like, Sam, Sam, Sam. He's like, Oh, sorry. Good night. <laughs> like, come after So then the next day, like, literally the entire cabin, oh, every time we saw him, we were like, Get out of Oh, poor kid. Uh, he was making jokes about it, though. Like, I like I was getting ready to talk to, to everybody, be like, Hey, don't bring this up. I don't know what caused it, but he might be sensitive about it. And then, like, he, like, busts through the door because he was, at the, like, going to the bathroom or something. He busts through the door and goes, get out of the house! I was like, oh, gosh. But that was terrifying. All in all, it was a really good, really good retreat, though. Yeah, who spoke? Um, his name is R.O. something or other from someplace in It must California. have been very impactful for you. It was okay. Um, I was a little worried at first because when we've gone to that camp before, we've had to unteach a lot. Yeah. Um... So, so the very first session, he said something that really just like put me on my toes. And I was like, oh, no, this is a problem. Uh, but he said something along the lines of one theologian, famous theologian during the Reformation said that sin is so pervasive that it almost feels like you're born with it. Like it's almost it's like you're almost. born with sin. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, because you are. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But, but he brought it around later, and it was okay. The second session wasn't all that great. The third one he started talking about, um, actually, he's Presbyterian. and started. Getting, oh, no! Yeah, so he started getting in. He didn't get too deep into it, which was, which was nice. Um, but he did, he did talk about, like, um, the covenant that God made and how he walked through the, you know, the animals on both sides, fulfilling both sides yeah. of the covenant and that kind of thing. And I was talking with Hannah about this. And I'm like, you know, I never really felt like he brought it home, like he connected all the dots. Um, but the feedback from my guys was I had never thought about things that way. And like, hmm. wow, that was really a, a, like a huge learning. Like, like, I was like, hey, that's cool. But yeah. if, if it works, it works. Yeah, I just wrote a 25-page paper on Genesis 15. I should probably redo it. You know what? I did redo it a lot. <laughs> I got a C on it. Are you a Baptist now? <laughs> you got a C on it. Oh, no. Well, it was more just my grammar was trash. That's, I mean, I can count on my hands how many that, papers I've written. That's literally so, always been our problem, though, is grammar. It's yeah. Things, yeah. So. Right. But, well, it sounds like you had a good retreat. Yeah, it was good. That was, was fun. Good. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry that uh, for anybody who does listen that it's been a while since we've recorded. I had laryngitis for about a week. We were supposed to record last week. Well, I was sick the week before and that, And you were too. sick the week before, so... Uh, we were providentially hindered, but <laughs> we're here now. So let me tell you this story. Yeah, please okay. do. All right. So yesterday, I'm driving with my wife and my son, and we're over here on 51st Street, you know, 100 yards away from where we are now, and I see this dog running in the middle of the street, and it's cold outside. I'm like, oh, no, there's a lost dog. <laughs> so there's a chain on it. So we stop the car. It comes right up to us, and it just jumps in the car. And I'm a softie. I'm like, hey, sweetie. So I'm petting the dog and everything. And I'm looking at the tag. And it's got a number on it. So I call the number. It's the vet. The vet's closed. I'm like, well, dang it. Well, I can't leave this dog out here, you know, in the cold. So we take it home with us, um, hoping to try and call the vet when they're open. Should you leave a message? No. Probably should do that. Well, they're closed. I'll call them first thing Monday morning. Okay. All right. Okay, just back off. Just a second. All right. 
So <clears throat> we bring this dog home with us, and she's not potty trained at all. <laughs> she's jumping all over the furniture. I've got another dog at home. He's a big dog. They're growling at each other, barking at each other, running around. I'm like, oh my gosh, super annoying. So I throw him in the garage, leave him in the garage for a while. And then Mary and I went out. We went on a date and came back, and uh, the babysitter let both the dogs in. And that's fine. Like I told them they could do that because you know dogs are annoying. So before we go to bed, um, I put <clears throat> this stray dog outside or in the garage, and we took our dog with us. He sleeps in our room, and we slept well for about an hour. And then I wake up, and this dog that we found, she's just in the garage barking <laughs> over and over again for like. <clears throat> a very long time so I was ignoring it and I asked my wife I was like how long has she been doing that because I woke up while she was doing it and my wife by the way she's like she's been doing that for like half an hour I was like, oh my gosh and Mary she's like well I can just go out and let her in and sleep in the living room and make sure she doesn't jump on the couch bear in mind my wife is pregnant where she's four weeks away from her dude I'm like you're not doing that that's ridiculous so I was like okay you know what I, I can't do this. It's going to wake up my son. It's My wife can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm just going to open the garage door and let it out. So I opened the garage door, let it out. She went away. And I was like, okay, well. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> so then I wake up this morning and I'm like feeling pretty good. Get a cup of coffee. I look out my window and the dog is just perched on the window still looking up inside of me. I'm like, how are you still here? <laughs> Go away. And she's barking. My dog's barking. So I let my dog out. And he's running around with her and having a good time. And then you came over and we had to go pick up some furniture. I almost took care of that problem. You know, he almost ran her over. That dog ran right out in front yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. And so we had to go pick up some furniture. So we jumped in the truck. We drive down the road and she's following us. She's <laughs> running after us. I'm like, oh, okay, great. You know, problem solved. She's gonna, we'll lose her. And then I turn. I look at my rear view mirror. She turns around and goes back to my house. I'm like, you've been here for less than 24 hours. Why are you making my house your home? So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Are you worried about little doggies? You worried about? No, no, my dog's fixed. Oh, okay. It's cool. all good. All right, cool. And honestly, he's like the home. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Just how to talk he, to girl dogs. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he has no chance. <laughs> um, so we come back, right? The dog's there. We try to record the podcast. We can't do it because they're just barking at us and everything, which is why we're here. So I said to myself, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take the dog with me and I'm going to drop her off where I found her. Okay, and so that's what we did. We drove here, we stopped, I let the dog out, and, and I started soft. to drive away, and I'm soft. You're soft. I'm a softie. I mean, you were softy too. You were like, this breaks my heart. Nah, man, I didn't even No, you're back. full of this. <laughs> if you hadn't said Send anything, if you hadn't said anything, I probably would have kept going. Okay, I don't But like, you mentioned you mentioned your heart was broken. I was like, dang it, mine is too. I, I can't do this. animals. I really don't. I really, really don't. But... There's just something about taking someone's pet and being like, be free. I hope you make it. Oh, you know? it's so sad. I could, yeah, I couldn't do it either. So I backed up and she's in my car right now. Probably trashing it while we're in your well, recording. And we were reminiscing as kids. Aaron and I <laughs> used to like find stray dogs, take them home, throw them in our garage, much to my parents' chagrin, I'm sure. And then we would like feed them. And then we would go like door to door through all the surrounding neighborhoods. Spend I mean, hours. Hours. We, we spent days probably doing this because... <laughs> To hit all the neighborhoods within like a two mile radius of where we lived. It's like 500 houses. Oh, way more than that. That's sure. a lot. It was crazy. But door to door. And then we'd finally, after days, find the person. They'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, totally ungrateful. Yeah, hey, how about how about a little reward? How about a cookie? How about some ice cream maybe or a, something? Maybe a dollar. Kids, how us. about a thank you at the very least? 
My word. So Aaron might have to do that again. No, I'm you not. You take your son out. You guys can have a father-son-dog returning experience. No, I don't need to do that. The vet opens Monday, mm. and I'm calling, and then I'm getting rid of this thing. All right. Unless anybody listening wants a dog. Yeah, you guys want you a, guys dog? Need a dog? She's really pretty, um, and she's could be house trained very easily. <laughs> I will say, man, I I love my dog. Like my dog is very rowdy, but after having this one, oh, your dog is super chill. Compared oh, to my dog. word, yeah. So there's our uh, twelve minute stories. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Well, that's what happens when we don't cast for a while. Yeah. We have to talk. Yeah. So, so what are we talking about today? No, 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 no. This is your topic. So what are we talking about today? You tell me. This is yeah, your topic. You I, picked I didn't, it. I didn't you pick picked what it? Talk, what are you talking about today? You picked it. All right. We're going to talk about entertainment. We're today. talking about entertainment. Entertainment. I thought we were going to talk about something else. No, I think we're talking about okay, entertainment. Okay. All right. Talking about entertainment. What about what about entertainment are we discussing? Well, at first, I want to know what kind of entertainment you like. What, what entertains you, Aaron? Um... Throwing dogs out of my car and oh, watching them that, freeze and suffer. That, 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 for, for about four seconds until you no, get it's so sad. <laughs> oh, my word. All right, let's start with the basics. Uh-huh. Um, TV, Netflix type. Well, I think before we talk about that, I mean, should we talk about entertainment as, as a good thing or a bad thing in general? I just kind of want to know what you like. You know what I like. Um, you know what I like, I want baby. People to know what you, you like. You know what I like. I like, uh, I love to read. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What? Nice. I, that's no, fine. That's cool. that's Reading cool. is a popular form of entertainment. It's great. Yeah, exactly. And I learning. I you're going to lead off with it. Makes well, you sound better than you are. <laughs> that's why I led off with it. I like, all right, what do you read? Uh, all kinds of things. Books, mostly. <laughs> you are the worst. Uh, no, normally I read theology. I'm trying to read more um, novels um, because they're entertaining. Theology, it, I don't know if I could say it's entertaining, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I'm, it is. Sometimes it is. Like I'm reading uh, "Chosen but Free" by Norma Geisler. That's oh, very entertaining. Why are you reading that? Because uh, a kid in youth group made, makes me read it. You could just read the Potter's Freedom, get the highlights, and then I gave him the Potter's Freedom, and he's like, he's like, no, because he just bashes this guy, and I'm like, it's because this guy is words. Okay, chosen, chosen but free. For anybody who doesn't know what it is, it's basically a book trying to. Reconcile Calvinism and Arminianism, which ends up based being Arminianism, right. more or less. So, even though I've read most of Chosen by Free in the past, I told him, if I read this book, will you read this book? And he's like, sure. So that's Okay, why. well, there you go. That's good. Yeah. So, it's I... It's kind of entertaining. I like to read for entertainment. Um, I love listening to podcasts. TV, somewhat. I don't really like watching a whole lot of TV. Oh, um, no, no, no. Hear me out. Okay. Because there, there are a few shows that I do love. But I don't watch TV very often. Yeah. I really don't. Um, I hate sitcoms. I find sitcoms to be mm. obnoxious and a complete waste of time. Okay. Um, it's like I don't need to watch a show about a bunch of people hanging out, having a good time, when I can go hang out with my friends and have a good time. <laughs> and honestly, think I think we're more funny than them. Mm. And people love The Office. It's like, it's the best show in the world. And like, it's I can't watch The Office. It's so annoying. <laughs> I hate Michael Scott. I can't do it. Dude, okay, so season one of The Office made me want to, like, throw up in my mouth. Mm. It was terrible. It was horrible. The rest of it, it got better. Yeah. So that, movies, obviously, and then I love playing video games. Yeah. Not not as much as I would like to play, but probably more than I should. You've seen any good <laughs> movies lately? Uh, Star Wars. Hey, I feel like we should talk about this after our cast is done, so that when the music plays, people can turn it off if they don't want spoilers. Okay, fair enough. Otherwise, we can have like a quick like three minutes just to chat about Star Wars. Okay, I, I liked it. Okay. That's all I'll say. All right, cool. Okay, so that's that's what I like. 
Nice. What do you like, Adam? What entertains you? Obviously, reading. <laughs> <laughs> read a ton. Uh, no, I don't read any fiction at all. Zero percent. I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you I, should read fiction. You'd like it. I see. It would. No, no. Listen. If you read fiction, you'll appreciate the other things that you read more. But reading. So reading is. That's true, and I know that's true because I have read some fiction in the past. Um, but reading is a discipline to me. It's not necessarily like a relaxer. Okay. Um, and if I'm going to read, if I'm going to take the time, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours, whenever broken up over a span of time to read a novel, I'm just going to watch an hour and a half, two hour movie. Oh dude, you're the worst person. No, in the world. Uh, it's true. If I read, I want to learn something and grow in some way. So that's what I do with reading. Um, but mainly, I mean, I, I'll, I'll watch sports, um, and I do watch some TV as well, Netflix. I don't really watch TV um, as far as like the traditional sense. But unlike you, I, I do like sitcoms. Yeah, I know you do. The problem that I'm experiencing is there are no longer any that are like not super... You can't, you can't watch them without them talking about sex. No. Like Psych was a great show. Mm-hmm. Like, and occasionally there would be like a reference in there that was like, okay, maybe not. But um, for the most part, it was like, yeah, this is just pretty funny you know <laughs> and i mean like there are shows i started rewatching a show the other day and i won't name it because i'll offend some people but i started watching a show that i had already seen and i was like yeah i don't remember there being this much garbage in it, which i guess is a form of sanctification i know can i guess the show sure uh community no uh how i met your mother nope uh parks and recreation nope dang it friends nope oh i hate friends I hate Friends. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, whatever. This is boring. Keep going. All right, cool. Can I just say, Friends is literally (laughs) just a show about friends trying to have sex with each other. Mm -hmm. It's literally all that it is. Every single episode. So stupid. So dumb. Ugh, Friends. How did it get so popular? Anyway, all right. So another form of podcast. So I I did say sports. That's a big one for me. Um, Lame. You're lame. Uh, podcasts. I listen to so many podcasts. In fact, my phone is really not working right now because I downloaded too many podcasts. And so the storage is like gone. <laughs> Nothing is functioning properly. So I do. I, I like a lot of podcasts. Um, other than that, not a whole lot. I mean, there are other things I do for entertainment, but as far as just like taking something in, that's, that's kind of where it's at. So Okay. Yeah. So what are some... What are some benefits of entertainment? Well, I th- yeah, I think that's because what we what we enjoy and everything that that's all well and good. But I think the basic question that should be asked first and foremost is entertainment godly or immoral? Hmm. And the question is yes, <laughs> right, right. The, or the, is it neutral? Uh, it, I guess it could be neutral. Um, Depends. No, 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 no. I don't think yeah. I don't think it could be neutral. Yeah, I, I really don't think it could be neutral. So, for instance, even if um, your form of entertainment is reading theology books, right, right, like mine, and and you do that, your motivations will tell whether it's godly mm-hmm. or immoral mm-hmm. based on idolatry, right. right? Because I can read all these theology books and everything, get puffed up with knowledge, and do nothing with it, right? Um, and that's immoral. Right. Or 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 I can do I can do these things for a very good purpose, but if I'm you know even even if I'm say reading scripture, and my wife needs me to help take care of the kids, do dishes, the house needs to be taken care of, and everything, and I'm neglecting her mm-hmm. for scripture or for any type of wholesome entertainment, 
that's immoral. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think first and foremost, we need to say entertainment can be a, a, a good thing, but motivations are key and timing is key. Yeah. Right? So Well, and the content you know, is key too. And content is because key. Because there are some things that we as a culture tend to entertain ourselves with that are straight up just ungodly. And we're falling into Romans 1 where we're not only practicing things, yes. but we're celebrating yes. things that shouldn't be celebrated. Yeah, so I think, I think a good litmus test for that is Philippians 4, 8, and 9, which mm-hmm. most people probably know. But it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such, such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So I think you can look at your forms of entertainment. Does it match up with this? Yeah. Now, the question is, well, what if it's um, like a show like Breaking Bad or Walking Dead or something like that where it's not exactly, and I love both those shows, by the way, so I'm not coming at anybody um, who does. You might come at me and that's fine. We can talk about it. Um, but when you, when you look at those shows, especially Breaking Bad, it's like, it's like, what is... What is noble? What is pure? What is lovely about Breaking Bad, right? And and what what's what's really interesting about Breaking Bad is that it's it's not like the whole point is how destructive substances are. The whole point is how destructive the sin of pride is. Like it doesn't glorify it, right? right. It doesn't it doesn't glorify Walter White and his rebellion against God. It shows the consequences of it, right? So I think I, I think and it's kind of cool that it sets you up to like him, and then towards yeah, the end you're yeah. like, "Wow, I really can't stand this guy because he's completely neglected his family, and he's completely—he's like, a murderer, he's a thief, right. yeah, all types he's, of things." Yeah, exactly. So it exposes sin for what it is. It does do a good job of, of showing depravity. Yes. But anyway, I'm I'm curious to as to what you say about Walking Dead because I remember a scene from what I saw with that where it was like. Probably a solid like minute and a half, two minutes of them sitting at a fence with bars, like yeah. bars, just like killing zombies yeah. through the head. Yeah. Like, what is noble? What is lovely? Yeah, nothing. What is there's, admirable? There's, there's, there's some things that I can't defend. Like, <laughs> I the the thing about that show that I really love is um, the character development, the loyalty that a lot of the characters have, the self sacrifice, mm-hmm. and these these kind of things. There are some things in the show that you, you can't defend, and I won't defend it. Yeah. Well, and I'm not going to stand up on a pedestal and be like, I've never seen anything I shouldn't. Right. Uh, But I had to take a break from that show. Yeah. Because I felt like it was starting to affect me negatively. Just in Mm -hmm. like so much violence. And there are certain, there are certain things that I won't watch any of. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. like don't, don't go near anything with nudity, you know? Um, I don't really mind language all that much, but sometimes like I started watching a movie the other day and it was just like so much language mm-hmm. and it was all like directed at somebody and there was like screaming in their face. I'm like, I don't need to see this. So I stopped watching it like two minutes in. Right. But like Wolf of Wall Street, I've never seen that. But oh, they don't. like dropped the F-bomb like 500 times in that movie or well, something like that. Like why would you subject not even just yourself that. to it's, the it's, repetitive... It's, it's, that's pornography. Oh, is it? Right there. Like, oh, I don't even know that part. It's, oh dude, don't watch that ever. Yeah. So, so there are obviously some things right. of, of entertainment. I think, I think we're kind of missing the point a little bit about entertainment. Though, like, obviously, it's going to be very easy for us to say, okay, these this is explicitly good or whatever. This is explicitly bad. 
Um, these kind of things, there's other things that fall in the middle depending on your motivations. I think that's fine. What I want to talk about is the idea of entertainment. Um, first of all, is it biblical? And I think we can say yes. Yeah. Right? So when we think of entertainment, we think of rest, mm-hmm. right? We think of relaxing a little bit. Um, so what comes to mind when you think of that? Sabbath. The Sabbath, yeah. right? The fourth commandment. Um, you know, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord on your God. You shall do no work, neither your sons or daughters, and on and on it goes to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. So what, what we need to understand is rest and entertainment are, you don't work for rest and entertainment. Mm-hmm. You, you, you rest and you consume entertainment in order to work, in order to prepare yourself to continue to work the way God has created us to work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Sabbath is not created. Wait, wait, is it the man created for Sabbath? Or the Sabbath created for man? Sabbath is created for man. Sabbath is created for man. Yep. Right? So, now I'm not necessarily wanting to get into the argument of um, Sabbatarian, you know, strict Sabbatarianism and whether you can do XYZ on the Sabbath. That's for another time. The I was po- going to say, if you're right. about to pull that out, then you uh-uh. should have called me. No, like, yeah, hey, dude, no. study something. I, I, I want to let you know that that's, <laughs> that's a deeper conversation for another time that's worth having. Uh, but the point is that God wants us to rest in order to work and glorify him even more, right? So if, if all you're doing is working, 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 you're not taking time to rest and relax and shut off to a sense, your work is going to decrease and decrease and decrease and decrease. And that's why God has given us these times of rest on the Sabbath explicitly, but also, you know, that's why the sun goes down, mm-hmm. Right. Um, for us to rest in the evenings. Now, that kind of has gone away with electricity <laughs> to, to an extent. Um, but the point is, we have these times where we are supposed to be resting. And entertainment can be a part of that rest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. Um, but what's not good is that we can often take those times of rest and those times of entertainment. And we can live for those moments. And those moments can become our God. Yeah, I think the most recent <clears throat> survey I saw was that like the average American spends five hours a day watching television yeah, in some form or another. Nuts. That's ridiculous. That's unbelievable. I mean, it's like you say that it's unbelievable, but it's 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 not hard to do either. Yeah, it's really not. I'm just trying to think of where it would happen <laughs> at night. I guess. I, mean, I guess. So Matthew six nineteen twenty four says, "Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light." But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Hmm. So that, that's the context of right, right there is where it's more talking about finances and money and pursuing these things in right. the place of God. But it absolutely works with entertainment. Because how often, yeah. especially I think guys who, who listen or even girls who play video games can relate to this, how what you want to do is you want to be playing video games. What you want to do is you want to be watching movies. What you want to do is you want to get back into that fantasy world that you're reading in your book and you want to get, you want to escape real life. Right. And that, that's not the point. So entertainment should rejuvenate us to continue to serve God. Yeah. It should not cut us off from serving God. So if entertainment gets in the way of 
your family, gets in the way of worship, gets in the way of evangelism, gets in the way of you know doing your job and glorifying God to the best of your ability, then you're in sin. And, and you need to wean off of that a little bit. You cannot serve both God and entertainment, yeah. right? From from whatever form that is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me let me ask you this. This is something I've been wrestling through um, a little bit lately. Do you think that using entertainment as a form of escapism is ever appropriate or okay? Um, yes, it's, I think it's fine. Um, it, it really depends, though. Like if you're if you're having a rough day or whatever, and you come home and you need to read or whatever, I think that's fine. I, yeah. I, I mean, I think if if you're doing it always to escape, then you're kind of it, it's, <clears throat> entertainment can easily become like alcohol. Right. Where if you're using it to escape real life all the time. Right. And and you're you're leaning on it as a crutch. Right. Then yes. That's where I was going with it. Right. Um, you need to be always relying on Christ and going to Him for your rest and going to Him for your escape. But again, He's provided us these ways of resting. Right. And and I think yeah, I think that's exactly right because I'm, you know, um, Joe Thorne was talking about discouragement not too long ago, and one of the things he was saying is like sometimes there are things that come into our lives, you know, that you live through that are just constantly like on your mind and weighing you down and like it's easy to focus on them and dwell on them all the time mm -hmm. and that can be unhealthy um, and so entertainment can serve a purpose of kind of a distraction but it's not escapism in the sense that like it is your means of you know escaping right mm -hmm. like you, you should be taking everything to the Lord and dealing with it you're not running from your problems you're dealing with it but from time to time to take a break from it um, is actually a healthy thing. Chalice was uh, had a had a little spot where he was talking about entertainment as well, and I don't know if that dude does anything. Um, <laughs> ser seriously, like he didn't watch Stranger Things because that one scene in season yeah. one or whatever, yeah. and you know um, that you know like I, I respect that a lot. Um, but just bringing that to um, to the head of like yes, if you're looking to. Um, to entertainment in the same way that some people would look at marijuana, right? Like I, I, my life isn't satisfying. Mm -hmm. Um, therefore I need something to give me an extra boost or like life is hard. So therefore I escape with this thing and you're not putting your, your affections on Christ and you're not leaning on him as your rock. Like those are the types of issues I think entertainment can get us into from time to time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, play a game? Sure. Let's do it. Let's play a game. So, I am going, this is how this game is going to go, going to work, if my phone works properly. I am going to badly describe a movie to you. Okay. And you have to tell me what you think the movie right, is. I'm going to pour a little bit of Pepsi while you do this. Okay. Ready? Oh, yeah. I was born ready, big man. I don't know which one this is. Well, he gives me a picture, so I'm not going to say it. Here we go. Okay. Kid comes out of the closet. Oh, okay. Kid comes out of the closet. Is that it? Yep. Is that all I have? That's all you have. You can ask for a hint if you really need it. Um, give me a hint. Because <laughs> I want to see Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Kid comes out of the closet into a snowy Iceland. Oh, dude. Narnia. Narnia. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's a wardrobe. Yeah, it's a wardrobe. Um, a dad has to pick up his daughter. Oh my gosh, take it. Starring him. Liam Neeson. Yes. Oh, boom, I nailed it. <laughs> you did. How did you do that? I don't know. That's classic. <laughs> yeah, I was think I was looking at that. I'm like, there's no way he's going to get Oh, I nailed that. He's going to get taken from boom. dad has to pick up his daughter. Um, here we go. 
Um, this movie tells girls it's what's on the inside that counts, then changes her outside. Oh, um, what's that Pixar movie? The one about the emotions. You're close, <laughs> but it's not Pixar. Oh, okay. It's older. Older. Okay, say it again. Um, this movie tells girls that it's on the inside that it's what it's, what's on the inside that counts, then changes her outsides. <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. Pocahontas. And there's a pumpkin involved. Okay, Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> a disheveled man roams an office building killing people at Christmas. Oh, yippee-ki-yay, baby. <laughs> Die hard. Die hard. Yes. <clears throat> um, unsuspecting boy is seduced by creepy old loner into a game of crime, terrorism, and incest. What? Uh, I don't know. Great Scott! Oh, um, the time travel movie. <laughs> yeah, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. What a lame movie. Group spends nine hours returning jewelry. <sighs> I don't know. Lord of the Rings, bro. Lord of the Rings. Lord oh, of the Rings. that's so sad. <laughs> they're not returning it; they're destroying it. That's a great film. Those are the best movies ever. Yeah, I. Some of these I just need to skip. All right, because... give me give me one more. Give me one more. All right, hold on. Let me find a good we'll, one. We'll see how I do here. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> A beautiful princess gets catfished. I don't even know what that means. You know, like, where you're online pretending to be somebody that you're not, you know, and luring them into a relationship, like a Manti Teo effect. I, no, I've never uh, heard that phrase Aladdin, before. It's Aladdin, bro. Beautiful princess gets catfished. You know, I, you pretend to be someone you're not, he pretends he's a prince. I, I guess I'm not up with the lingo. I don't oh, know. gosh, Aaron, that go. was a classic one that you just ruined. I guess so. Oh, girl gets roofied and is fine with it when she finds out that he's a solid 10. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, <laughs> gross. All right. Okay, but that's not... No, that's not true. She does it. She gets ripped on the needle by an evil witch. That guy has nothing to do with it's it. It's badly explained. What part of badly explained don't you understand? Okay, there's a difference between badly and inaccurately. Yeah. It was completely inaccurate. <laughs> Whatever. How dare they? Prince Charming? What a beast. By the way, have you seen Maleficent? The, the remake? What no. a trash film. Seriously? It's like, it's like let's make the villain the good guy, actually, and justify her evil actions. So stupid. Is that, is that Snow White from the other perspective? Is that no. Um, Sleeping Beauty? From the Maleficent. Movie? It's Sleeping Beauty. It's the villain. Mm. Which, she terrified me as a child, by the way. Okay, so, um, where did we end off? We were talking about... Distractions. Distractions and, and escapism um, and, and things like this. So, I think one thing that I do want to talk about especially when it comes to entertainment is this idea of gluttony right so when we think of gluttony oftentimes we think of it just being in regards to caloric intake right how much food you eat right, right. Um, and things like that and i don't think that's actually the definition of gluttony that's what it's used to describe it right. as oftentimes an example. it's associated with food it's associated with food but gluttony is, is anything when, when right. you overindulge in anything yeah and we as a society are gluttons for entertainment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you and I would we'd be guilty of this oh, absolutely. for sure. Yeah. Um, and like I'm, I'm a glutton for entertainment when it comes to podcasts. Like mm -hmm. even good, solid podcasts, I'm always listening to podcasts. Right. I mean, and that's just I have that benefit because of the work I have. Well, and, and along with that, um, you know, along with what we we're talking about, about, about distractions, is sometimes I find that like even listening to a good like solid theological podcast is distracting me from spending time in prayer or yeah. relational mm -hmm. aspects right. of, of the faith. And that's something I've been convicted of several times right? because uh, it's so easy to do. Uh, anyway. Right. And so it's like, well, I would rather listen to the pubcast and listen to the Bible app. Right. Kind of thing. Cause it's more entertaining. Right. Right. And that's, that's, that's not necessarily true. Um, 
Just a side note, one thing that I've noticed about myself is I, I have a lot of intake, like good intake and things, mm-hmm. but next to no meditation. Yeah. So yeah. what I what I'm gonna start doing is every podcast that I listen to, I'm gonna take a 15, 20 minute break in between the next podcast and just kind of think about it. We'll yeah. see we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, should, uh, should memorize stuff. Do you ever memorize oh, stuff? Oh, I'm actually work? working on the catechism. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one of my uh, not New Year's resolutions because I mean, those are Bible, stupid. But <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a summary of the Bible. <laughs> There's verses in there. Um, yeah, I think I'm six questions in. Nice. Uh, we'll see how this goes, though. Yeah, so actually, I got that punching bag in the garage that you saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I work out, I do the, the boxing workout or whatever, and then I plank in between each round. And so while I'm planking, I have my phone out looking at the catechism, trying to memorize it that way. Yeah, so it's like it. two birds with one stone. I mean, hey, it makes planking way easier or memorizing the catechism way harder. Yeah. <laughs> one guess, or the other. I guess. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this is Proverbs 23, 19 through 21. Listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in rags. Right? And so, this again, this is kind of the idea of entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it, it fits that mold. So let's like replace entertainment with drink. Do not join those who entertain themselves too much or gorge themselves with too much TV, um, because, you know, these entertainment junkies will become poor they'll become drowsy yeah. and you think about being drowsy like how often do you stay up late watching tv watching right, a movie right, right. playing video games all these things and then you try to get up for work and you're just a trash employee right. like one you're defrauding god because you're not treating your body the way he's called you to treat it right. you're not resting when he's called you to when he's told you to rest two you're stealing from your employer because you're not offering up as much energy um, that you have right. when you're working. And not only are you stealing from your employer, you're stealing from God. Right. Right. Or if you work off commission, you're stealing from your family. You're stealing from your family. Right. So entertainment is good, but it can affect us in such dramatic, like dramatic and drastic ways. And so the passage continues over at verse 35. They hit me, you will say, but I am not hurt. They beat me, but I don't feel it. Again, it's talking about alcohol. When will I wake up so I can find another drink? And so again, if you if that's all true about alcohol, mm. um, but if you replace that with entertainment, it's like how often are our minds thinking about? Oh man, I can't wait to watch the next episode of what it is, and that's fine. Like having anticipation is good, but when that distracts you from Jesus, right. when that distracts you, like think about being in worship and how like oh man, I can't wait to get back to that video game. I can't wait for the game to start. Or I can't wait for this. Right. And you're in worship. I mean, what is wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like that's. I mean, what is wrong with me? I'm guilty of that too. Right, I'm right, not right. trying to project everything on other people, but it's a huge issue that we have. Yeah. Well, and I was just reading in Mark the other day um, where Jesus said, "It's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but mm-hmm. what comes out of him." Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, like gluttony, gluttony extends to food. We've already talked about that. So, if you're an excess alcohol drinker, like that's a serious problem, <clears throat> right? Or if you just eat too much food, yeah. right? But Jesus, yeah, that problem, don't you, fatty? <laughs> but Jesus is making the point that like what comes out of you is far more important. So like, how are we conditioning our hearts to react to a stressful situation? Right? How are mm-hmm. we conditioning our hearts mm-hmm. to deal with a hard day at work and then we come home to our families or whatever? You know, like those are the types of things uh, because what you take in drastically affects who you are as a person. I mean. Right. It really does. So if your intake, if your if your diet is the word all the time, and you're feasting on that, you're gonna you're gonna live in a drastically different way than if your intake is a Netflix show, right. even if it's not one that's like necessarily a, a taboo issue. Like it could be a 
very good Netflix show. But if like that's like you're just binging it for hours and hours a day. Yeah, like, actually, guys, we're here to that. advertise PureFlix. 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 Solid. That's what you need to go with <laughs> instead of Netflix because that's the thing. Um, <laughs> Classic. I think uh, I'm pretty picky when it comes to entertainment as well. Well, here, let me, let me comment on this for a second because you said intake of the word, intake of the word and everything, and that will have dramatic mm-hmm. influences on what you uh, entertain yourself with. And I think not only in a time aspect, but also in the content aspect. Oh, yeah. Because if you're filling yourself with the words of Christ and with truth and everything, your conscience is going to be much more susceptible to being pricked to something a lot smaller than it would have been even you know a few days before right. because you're in the word and you're in scripture. Exactly. I mean, that's the problem that I'm having with, with sitcoms right now yeah. is like going back to rewatch one that I watched four years ago like oh I don't really remember a whole lot of this maybe I'll go back and just being like wow I can't believe that like I love this show yeah. so much because 90% of it is sexual innuendos yeah. you know like that's that's a problem so um, and then anything new coming out is pretty much trash anyway so but we were talking about that earlier I think that there are there are you said entertainment is not neutral right um, I think there are things that are explicitly just off the table, right? You, you don't right. go around watching Game of Thrones, right? Those are things that we know from Scripture explicitly states, right, not going to do it. Then there are other things that I think can be neutral in and of themselves, right, that we can corrupt and make, like, by what you were saying, like our motivations mm-hmm. of watching a certain thing or listening to a certain thing or um, how much time we put into it or whatever, um, like, for instance, people that are sports addicts, right? I could be guilty of this during March Madness. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the last couple of years have been better, but, like, there was a time where... Oh, would, you were insufferable. I would literally, like, try and schedule my life around, like, games that I wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, that's that's an issue because then I'm neglecting, like, family and friends and responsibilities and things because I'm just trying to, like, work my life around what how much March Madness I can watch, you know? So that's something where it becomes idolatry and it becomes an issue. Um, whereas in and of itself, I don't think it's necessarily a problem. Um, but I think we would both agree that there are, we can corrupt anything, but there are things that already are completely right. morally bankrupt and we should stay away from. Right. So. Well, I mean, and even like, let's just say like Christian films. Yeah. Like those are, those are trash. You mean like a shack? No, I said Christian films. <laughs> oh, Christian films. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Christian films. <laughs> like... You can have this idea of like, oh, it's okay for us to watch it. Like The Shack, for instance. Like The Shack is actually a really good example because it's about God. Right. Right? When it's actually a horrible, horrible heresy. Right. Um, There's a lot wrong with that movie. So I think, man, we just shut our minds off when it comes to entertainment. Like yeah. either either we shut our minds off and watch things that we shouldn't watch or we shut our minds off to Christian entertainment and we intake things that are either heretical or just dumb. Right. And we just, become mindless consumers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a podcast. Uh, yeah. Actually, let me plug that because I actually like that podcast. It's called Popcorn Theology. Um, it's two guys who talk about movies. Um, they talk about it from a Christian perspective. So it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I like it. Um, yeah, most, most of what I listen to, like I don't listen to every episode because there's either. just movies I just don't feel like watching. Yeah, I, I, I've only seen like one out of five that they talk about, yeah. if that. So yeah. I'm like, Pfft. but it's it, it's good. They do a good, they do good work. They're better than us for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so along that line, I just wanted to to, to reference Proverbs four twenty three. I yeah. think is what it is, mm-hmm. where it says, "Guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life." Right. So, um, how how well are we doing guarding our hearts? And I think that. 
um, a good litmus test for that is to just listen to your conscience and don't allow your conscience to be seared, right? Fill it with, with the truth of the word. And the more you do that, <clears throat> the more sensitive you'll be to, you know, things that you shouldn't be entertaining yourself with. Right. So it, it's guarding your heart, like you said, in Proverbs 4, and then it's renewing your mind, yeah. Romans 12, yeah. right? Being transformed and, and renewing your mind. So it's, it's keeping things out of your mind and bringing things in. Exactly. Right? Good things in. Yep. So it's 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 not like we can just be passive in our in our entertainment. We can't mm-hmm. be passive in the things that we do. We we have to be vigilant. We have to be advancing. Which is hard right. because I think the entire point of why we do entertainment the way we uh-huh. do is because we want to be passive. Right. Uh, For sure. For anyway. sure. I think First um, Corinthians. 1031 mm-hmm. whether you eat drink or whatever you do do all for the glory of god mm-hmm. so if what you're if what you're being entertained by is not glorifying god you shouldn't be doing it right. and i mean that goes to all of us and I, I think we're all guilty of that and it's it, this is probably one of the harder things because i love watching and listening and reading all types of different things and some mm-hmm. things it's like yeah you probably shouldn't Shouldn't be doing this, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. I'll just use VidAngel. Okay, so you're gonna outsource sin to someone else. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so sorry. Right. I'm just okay. Look, there we go. All right, we can talk about that off air. I'm curious what your thoughts. Okay. Are. Anyway, um, I don't know if I want to bring this up because we're kind of coming towards the end. But you know, Jubilee and Tubalcane, Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Right. Worker, music guy and metal guy. And metal guy. So both those guys create creative works. The music is entertainment and everything. But they're both from the line of Cain, not from the line of Seth. It's just, it's just interesting. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, that's a, another conversation for another time. Yeah, like, we'll have to talk about that later. Like, later I don't even know what the, is that common grace or is that like? <laughs> I don't. Is this? Is this? I don't think that. Is <laughs> but we'll, we'll I don't know. I was thinking we'll about it. I was thinking we'll about it. Okay, guys, that's uh, episode fifteen for us. Uh, you want to give a plug about iTunes and Facebook? Yeah, uh, find our Facebook page, Joe Schmo Theology. Um, give us a Schmo like. Schmo is smell is spelled S H O M E. No, S H M O E. Right. It's not the way it should be. It's not no, the way it should be. It's a little. It's it's. Is I, that what you're saying? It's I, yeah, it's spelled wrong. So we'll oh, f- did you guys hear that? Did we have a conversation about this a few casts ago where I was telling you to change it? I don't remember talking to you. That might have been unfair, but the time. you're wrong. So thanks for admitting that. Just. Do the plug. All right, so Joe Schmo Theology, spelled incorrectly on Facebook. Uh, like and review us on iTunes. Uh, reviews are always helpful because sometimes people don't have an hour to listen to a podcast and they want to know, hey, is this something that's worth my time or not? Mm-hmm. So make sure you get on there. Tell them why you like the podcast. Don't say anything if you don't. Um, and if you don't, try us again a few weeks from now. We might be better. Anyway. Hopefully. <laughs> the uh, Joe Schmo can grow some mo. Peace. Wait, 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 wait. Does anybody want a dog?